Warning, you may be dangerously close to the brink of burnout and not even know it. Burnout is a devastating condition that affects more people today than ever before in recorded human history, and it sneaks up on us without even knowing it. What starts out as a bad day at the office, you know, low energy, a bit of edginess, turns into dreading get out of bed, feeling unmotivated, unable to focus, and struggling to simply fulfill daily responsibilities. Welcome to Mindset Medicine with Dr. Julia Bolin, physician, author, and founder of Personal Awareness Medicine. Mindset Medicine is a program that gives you personal and professional strategies to empower you to think more clearly, feel more vivacious, and act with intent. Dr. Julia's expert guests share tips and techniques to inspire you to be healthier, wealthier, and wiser. Burnout is costly in many ways. It impacts your overall sense of well-being, physical and mental health, family, and relationships. These symptoms can include everything from apathy and disdain, just the things that you used to love, to cynicism, defensiveness, and unexplained lashing out. Chronic exhaustion, insomnia, overwhelm, and fatigue are even more signs and symptoms of burnout. Lack of motivation, feelings of worthlessness, isolating yourself from friends. If any of these symptoms sound familiar, you might be teetering on the edge of burnout, and it's important that you do something about it now before it's too late. This episode is loaded with practical strategies, tools, and insights to help you keep your passions alive when you're feeling stressed, exhausted, and overwhelmed. I am going to share digestible, little wisdom nuggets, and foundational practices that help you develop a stronger, healthier, and more resilient you. I will share with you what you need to design with your very own emotional defense system so that you can stay on track and be motivated to create a rich, rewarding life that has joy and fulfillment. You know the life that you deserve. So instead of getting caught up in all the demands and pressures of your life and ultimately succumbing to burnout, you're going to learn strategies and tips in this episode that you will discover, one, the number one reason why you overcommit and how to fix it, the three mental traps that will burn you out if you let them, how to discover and design your deepest emotional motivators to stay inspired and not get worn down a tested and proven four-system burnout bounce-back plan, how to stop the downward spiral of burnout in its tracks at any stage of its development, the three vital strengths you need to offset burnout's damaging effects, and more. Hello, you are listening to Mindset Medicine episode number 16, Burn Notice, Battling Burnout Before It Begins. This episode is designed to help you keep your passions alive in the face of stress, overwork, and exhaustion. I'm Dr. Julia Bolin, physician, author, and founder of Personal Awareness Medicine, and I'm excited to share this episode with you 
as you learn practical strategies around mindset medicine that you can use anytime, regardless of your circumstances, to build lasting resilience and successfully navigate your challenges of life. There are challenges from hangnails to flat tires to missed appointments, births, graduations, weddings, and more nefarious things like illnesses. And yes, even death, which is a part of the cycle of living and all other experiences in between. All right, now let's begin. I'm going to be shedding light on some of the foundational elements of burnout and dispelling a few myths that can help you get crystal clear on the impact of losing your fire. For starters, how do you define burnout? Have you ever really thought about it? If you're like most people, you probably equate burnout with stress. The two concepts overlap, and though they do come to mean the same thing in our culture, they are actually quite different. For example, humans can experience massive amounts of stress without ever burning out. In fact, when handled properly, some types of motivational stress can actually make you stronger, while burnout, on the other hand, depletes you of all your vitality vivaciousness, and strength. Many people also equate burnout to just being really tired after a long day of working hard. But burnout isn't just a matter of being exhausted. Google, go for Google, Google defines burnout as a mental or physical collapse caused by overwork or stress. But even that doesn't really do justice to the actual experience of burnout. Burnout can also result in the crumbling and destruction of your own identity and self-worth. And as a result, repeat failures or perceived failures in your personal or professional efforts can lead to that. So it goes something like this. You work really hard, but you don't see any results, so you lose faith in your ability. You give everything you have, and still it's not enough. So you collapse and a sense of worthlessness sets in. You then begin to start resenting people around you because all you can see is disappointment and failures everywhere. You have no enthusiasm, no energy, and can barely get things done, if at all. Motivation goes out the window, and you are left feeling helpless, worthless, and completely out of steam. Some common symptoms of burnout include exhaustion chronically, insomnia, lack of focus, depression, anxiety, and apathy. And if you find that you're easily irritated, dread going to work, always blame others, or you feel like your efforts are just meaningless and you don't make a difference, then you're probably on the edge of burnout. The truth with this condition is that it can be really, really hard to recover from. And I mean that, folks. I've been there. If you're feeling overstressed, you can just watch a funny movie, relax for a weekend, or spend some time with your friends, and you're pretty much back to normal. When you're burnt out, those remedies just aren't enough, and you don't even see the point in feeling better. Dr. Wayne Dyer once said, don't die with your music still in you. Those who've experienced burnout sometimes describe it as being alive long after your music has died. But it's not just a matter of despondency and depression. Burnout can also bring on massive waves of anxiety. We humans are hardwired for achievement. And when we lose that fire, it can be terrifying. 
One lawyer quit her practice after she burnt out. Not before experiencing almost daily panic attacks for six months. In that time, she also spent thousands of dollars visiting the ER and consulting doctors for these unexplainable symptoms, all of which vanished when she started addressing her burnout and realigning her life. In our modern age, when work emails come to your phone and you're expected to be on all the time, when you're constantly bombarded by unrealistic expectations of perfection on social media, TV commercials, billboards, or let's face it, self-imposed expectations. When you always feel like you have to be, do, and make more just to keep up. And when you're plugged into the entire planet's worth of bad news on a daily basis, well, crap. It's no wonder that more people than ever from every profession and walk of life are reporting burnout and all of its insane, devastating effects. But ladies and gentlemen, there is a silver lining. People do bounce back from burnout. I know this to be true. I see it. And it's easy to prevent if you can catch it before it fully sets in. Like solutions to most dilemmas, it is a matter of understanding the problem originally and then making healthy choices. I know I can hear you groan. Making healthy choices. So in this episode, I'm going to cover the specific steps that lead to burnout, which of your needs are driving you to exhaustion, and what strengths you can cultivate to build resilience, as well as a number of ways to battle burnout at every stage of development. Armed with these tools, you can almost guarantee that you will never be crippled by the debilitating effects of burnout, or at the very least, you'll be able to bounce back more quickly once you've hit that rock bottom. Okay, let's review the five steps to burnout. Now that I have defined burnout, I want to look at some of the ways that it can affect your everyday life. Let's go over and identify the warning signs that you can make corrections on before it's too late. As I've said before, burnout goes beyond the realm of everyday stress. This potent and damaging force can wreak havoc on your physical, emotional, and mental well-being, giving rise to a multitude of issues that impact your overall health and happiness. And let's face it, health and happiness are the number one resource, probably the most important resource we want to protect. Now, I'll let you in on another little secret. It's also very insidious. You see, burnout is born from the noble need to do well. And I'm not talking about doing well in a financial sense, necessarily. I mean that it comes from the drive to accomplish something worthy and to be great in the world. We all want to feel like we've made a difference and we all face occasional disappointments and that's where burnout begins. The first step to burnout is setting high goals that demand a lot of time and energy. You start out all bright-eyed and optimistic and then boom, you overcommit. Then you tackle that task at hand with everything you got. You work hard. You do this and you prove your dedication. Meanwhile, you start ignoring your personal needs. Little things like sleep, exercise, good nutrition. And then you tell yourself, I'm going to catch up on those things later when things calm down. I'll just, I'll get to that. Everything's going great. And all the sacrifice seems worth it. 
until you plateau. And here comes step two on the road to burnout. Your efforts aren't paying off as much. You might even stagnate. Sometimes it may feel like there's no visible results for all the work you've been putting in. So what do you do? You work harder. Now you're sacrificing more than your basic personal needs. You begin to sacrifice some of your core values like joy, connection, and sometimes even honesty and integrity, all for the sake of achieving your goal. A balanced, healthy life is no longer your top priority, and nothing matters except the pursuit of your goal. Everything else gets pushed aside, and suddenly you've forgotten how to enjoy your life. At this point, you hit step three on the road to burnout. You become deeply frustrated. You've experienced failure. You feel empty and unhappy, and no matter what you do, it keeps getting worse. So a sense of powerlessness steps in. You can't see your labors producing any fruit, and everything is suffering, which leaves you feeling incompetent and inadequate. And this is where you start to get cynical. Your overall outlook on life starts to sour, but still you keep trying to keep up appearances and make everybody believe you're okay. Holy moly, this was me for so many years. I know this. I felt like a failure but I couldn't admit it. So in my misery, I started projecting and seeing the worst in everybody else. I criticized everybody and I'm not proud of it. I lashed out in my exhaustion and frustration at my kids and my husband. And then because I was spreading that narrative in my head that everything is bad, I started to believe that not only was I worthless, but so was everybody else. Okay, just to make this point clear, let me see if this feels like you. Let me repeat that in another way for you. You feel like a failure, but you can't admit that. So in your misery, you start projecting and seeing the worst in everything else. You criticize others, you lash out, and then because you're spreading the narrative in your head that everyone and everything is bad, you start to believe that not only are you worthless, but so is everybody else. Hmm. Does even a little bit of that hold true for you? So what happens next? You detach. And that's step four in this wacky, insidious burnout cycle. When everyone and everything is worthless, nothing is worth doing. And there's no use to exerting any effort at all. So you detach and disengage. You lose hope and your sense of direction. You fall into despair and succumb to your feelings. And you feel shame daily, which can rob you of your energy. So you're chronically exhausted. You can't sleep because your mind is stuck in a loop of worry and fear. A sense of identity that we work so hard to build up and reinforce through accomplishments now has nothing to stand on. So it just falls apart and we're left feeling empty and confused. You might even believe that you have nothing to offer at this point. So you begin to isolate and withdraw from your family and friends which then lands you into step five, the final step, which is the complete burnout and depression. At this stage of the game, life has no meaning. You're indifferent. And when asked about anything, you can only mutter, who cares? Why bother? The slightest change leaves you exhausted and overwhelmed. And let's face it, it's not a pretty picture, is it? 
Well, that's burnout. Now, let's take a look at some of the factors that influence this process of burning out. The first, as we saw earlier in step one, is the need for achievement. Not only do you need to do what you're doing, but you also lack clear feedback that proves that you've achieved something. Lacking that feedback gets you stressed, disappointed, and resentful. The second factor is the need for approval. The opinions of others matter, and it's fitting. And we make it a priority. After all, how are you going to get feedback that you need without others giving it to you? But unfortunately, if you can't gain the approval you're seeking, it can destroy your sense of self-identity. And the third factor is the need for control. You have to influence your environment and those people around you. You must exercise some sense of authority over your own life. But when you don't see your efforts affecting the world around you, you lose a sense of control, which then robs you of certainty that leads to overwhelm and eventually exhaustion. Unfortunately, that's not the end of the story because it can get better. And there is a way out, I promise. There are three vital strengths that you can build that offset the damaging effects of these very common human needs. These three strengths already exist inside of you as innate positive character traits, but it takes some practice to develop them in ways that serve you and keep you physically, emotionally, and mentally healthy in the long haul. And I'm going to give you a little information and tell you about them. Now, first, I want to review the importance of cultivating your own inner strength, how to empower pivot point choices and identify a few simple practices that will help you build strength and resilience in any challenge that you might face. In other words, how can you pivot and shift away from the negative burnout causes, soul-sucking energy in your life? Well, earlier I reviewed overcommitment and how it's the first step in burnout. There's one primary reason that people overcommit. Your tendency to overcommit is probably deeply rooted in your held belief that you're not enough. You're not rich enough, smart enough, thin enough, not strong enough, not lovable enough, not worthy enough, not pretty enough, or in my case, not tall enough. I'm a whopping four foot nine and a half inches tall. Not whatever enough. So you must do and be more to earn the love, appreciation, and respect from those around you. If this sounds familiar, I want you to understand that you're not alone. Most people feel a sense of not enoughness. And this belief is what drives the majority of poor choices that we make. Fortunately, there is a simple way to overcome this belief and make healthier choices and build sustainable strength. And I'm talking about the practice of self-love. I can hear y'all groaning now. It sounds hokey pokey and it sounds like what, but I can hear you. I really can. Love like happiness is more of a state of being. It's a daily choice reinforced by daily practices and processes. And think of someone you love, I mean really love, in a way down that you feel into your bones. Maybe it's your child, your partner, your parents, or your best friend. You tell them you love them, right? You probably do nice things for them, like buy them gifts, give them compliments, make time to hang out with them, give them hugs, all that feel-good lovey stuff, you know what I mean? But do you ever do those things for yourself? If so, good. But do you do them every day? 
there are some foundational practices of self-love, and we are about to do a very simple version of that so you can learn to practice this every morning. And here's what they are. It's a simple practice of gratitude. Did you know that you can't feel hate or anger if you are in a state of gratitude? Try it. I double dare you. You really can't feel hate or anger if you're in a state of gratitude. So jot down these words or say these words. I am so grateful for blank and follow it up with something very specific. Pause if you need to. Your gratitude could reflect things as big as being safe in the house, being alive, having children, having food in your belly, down to being grateful for the pen in your hand or the cat in your lap or the warmth of your bed. Gratitude is an expression to the universe that you feel its energy and that you appreciate all that has been given to you and gifted to you, either by choice, default, or design. Your bed, a good rest and recovery, clean water out of the taps of your sinks, in your shower, whatever you see, acknowledge it with gratitude. Now, say to yourself and feel it emotionally and or write it down. I'm proud of myself for blank and follow it up with something that you're really happy that you've done or someplace that you've succeeded. Maybe you're proud of the way you handled a conflict recently or simply the fact that you made time to listen to this episode today. Just acknowledge yourself for being awesome in some way. I literally have a journal that is called the I Am Awesome Journal. Because I am my own worst enemy in the past and sometimes in the present, I will admit it. And I have to sometimes remember all the good things that I have accomplished. And this is not selfish, folks. This is self-love. And we don't do it enough. I'm serious. So this is I Am Awesome Journal. And I write down in there, I am awesome because, and I might say something like, I've raised two children. I found a man to love, supported my husband during his cancer journey. I wake up in the morning and I take care of my cat. I am awesome because I went to college and I got a job that I'm blessed and and grateful for being able to help other people on a daily basis in my practice, my medical practice. So I do have to sometimes remind myself of that. Now, you may have totally, well, you do, totally different successes in your life, but do take the time, even the small successes, even if it's, you know, you got your pedicure this week or something, whatever it is, it's a success. My inner gremlin and not enoughness has had a brutal grip on my life, my whole life. I have to work with myself on a daily basis to undo the thoughts all the time. And when I am stuck in that not enoughness world, I go back and I open up my I Am Awesome journal to remind myself of the good things that I've accomplished. And I read all the inputs from all my past journaling that reminds me of my strengths, my successes, my joyful creations. And I'm always amazed at how my brain suddenly forgets the bad things. And now I can focus on my positive accomplishments and read all the inputs from my past journaling that remind me of my strengths, successes, and joyful creations. I am always amazed how my brain forgets the accomplishments I've had and only focuses on the lack of success and unproductive thoughts. So doing this and you taking the time to do this for yourself 
good, good job. I mean, it's important because when's the last time you told yourself how awesome you are? Look at all the evidence in your life that shows and proves that you're awesome. Do you have a job? Do you pay your bills? Do you have a car? Do you have money in a savings account? Do you go to your kids' sporting events or maybe even coach? Do you support your friends or colleagues? The list of examples could go on and on and on. So, all right, now it's time to go for the deep gold. I want you to write your name and follow it with, I really love you. Or just say your name if you're driving and say, I really love you. Yes, it's hokey. It feels hokey. Now, think or write, I like or love the way that I blank. And follow it up with something you love about yourself. You may love the way that you communicate with others or the way you cook. You may love the way your hands look or how easily you care for other people. Maybe you are a boss as scheduling and prepare food for your loved ones. Just take the time to write this stuff down or at least mentally go over them. What do you love genuinely and truthfully about yourself? Now, finish by touching the center of your chest with the palm of your hand and breathe into that. What do you love genuinely and truthfully about yourself? Do it one more time. What do you love genuinely and truthfully about yourself? Nice work. Okay, now that you've solidified your foundation, here are the three vital strengths that can help you battle burnout. The first vital strength is confidence. I know you probably know this, but are you practicing it in your mind? Is your mindset confident? When we tell ourselves, I can do this, I can handle this, an energy starts to shift. It starts to bubble up. A good way to find your way when you're feeling less than confident is to ask yourself, if I could handle this situation awesomely, how would I do it? Sitting with that question will bring a multitude of answers in your own heart and all the clarity you need to courageously take the first step. Confidence is built on small, courageous acts. I can do this. The second vital strength is acceptance. And I want you to say or write it down. It's like this now. This is going to make sense in a minute. This simple acknowledgement will bring you peace in the most troubling of times. Holding on to the way things used to be or the way you think they're supposed to be will rob you of resilience. The fact is things change. And if you are ever going to find fulfillment, you must accept the reality of this ever-changing crazy world. Saying this to yourself, it's like this now. It's just a moment, a season in time. It's like this now. Can really shift that energy because it can take it away from feeling so big, over the top, over the mountain big, to no, it's just this now. It's just moment now. The third and the final vital strength for battling burnout is commitment. I want you to say or write one more thing down. I will see this through. When things get really tough, I mean really tough, most of us look for a way out. It leads to detachment and ultimately defeat. So rather than checking out, detaching, look for a way to 
lean in. How can you recommit to your end goal? Maybe this means that you enlist some help. Maybe it means taking more time. Maybe it means reevaluating what daily success looks like. Whatever you have to do, honor yourself and press on. I will see this through. That is all on this topic. Now that you can commit to seeing this through, let's talk about point number four. What is your why? So far, I covered a foundational practice that can help you build a stronger you, as well as the three vital strengths that you can cultivate to keep burnout at bay. The acronym CAC, confidence, acceptance, and commitment. These three practices can totally redirect your monkey brain that leads you down into the realm of I'm not enoughness. Now, I'm going to go beyond the foundation and look at the very bedrock of your life choices. Every choice that you make is driven by a deeply held reason. And I'm going to repeat this. Every choice you make is driven by a deeply held reason. And this, folks, is your why. Your why is the reason you do anything. Person why refers to the underlying motivation and the purpose that drives their actions, their choices, and their behavior. And it is deeply rooted in behind why they do what they do. A person's why is often connected to their values, their beliefs, their passions, and a personal sense of meaning or fulfillment. And understanding and connecting one's why can be a really powerful tool for personal growth, decision-making, and finding fulfillment in various aspects of life. Someone's why provides clarity and direction. It serves as a guiding compass when faced with challenges, setbacks, and choices. It can also help people align their actions with their core values and create a sense of purpose and fulfillment in their endeavors. Discovering and reflecting upon your why involves introspection, self-reflection, and exploring your personal values, aspirations, and passions. It requires you Asking yourself meaningful questions like, why does this matter to me? What truly matters to me? What impact do I want to make? What brings me the most joy and fulfillment? And folks, that's not being selfish. That's being honest. By uncovering and connecting with your why, you can tap into a source of intrinsic motivation that fuels your drive, empowers you to pursue your goals and your dreams, not just superficially, but with clarity, passion, and purpose. So one of my core heart virtue values are trust, faith, and transcendence. Everything that I approach pretty much in my life involves trust, faith, and transcendence. And I've done work to uncravel those. So in order for you to prevent burnout and bounce back from the bottom, you must align yourself with your why front and center at all times. So what exactly is your why? Well, your why is the thing that you're living for. It's built upon your personal values, whether you know them or not. So here's a little truth. You can discover your why by thinking like a four-year-old and asking that four-year-old a series of questions. So for example, you want to discover why you work so hard in the office. So you ask yourself, Why do I work myself to exhaustion? And maybe the answer you get is to make more money. 
So then you ask yourself, why do I need more money? To pay the bills, handle my responsibilities. Why do I need to pay my bills and handle my responsibilities? So I can enjoy a rich and fulfilling life. Why do you want to enjoy a rich and fulfilling life? So I can feel happy and content. Why do you want to feel happy and content? So I can feel happy and content. And folks, it all boils down almost always to the emotion of happiness, joy, and love. In the long run, almost every why. So the big question is, how do you find your why? What is your why that brings you happiness, joy, and love? That's where it is. And that's where you find your why. When you can't dig any deeper, you've landed on your why. So when your why is grounded in your daily joy and fulfillment, you can't just go wrong. This kind of motivating factor gives you a bulletproof defense against burnout, which is what we are talking about in this episode. In the classic Indian text by Bhagavad Gita, Krishna, he tells Aryuna, man is not entitled to the fruits of his labor, only to the labor itself. I'm going to repeat that. Man is not entitled to the fruits of his labor, only the labor itself. So what he's saying is that you don't have any control over the outcomes of your efforts. You just get to know how to control yourself. If your work gives you a sense of fulfillment and richness, then it's the right work for you. You may earn a lot of money as a result of your labors, and you may not. But the fulfillment you get from your labor is as enriching as anything can be in everyday life. If you're simply attached to getting more money or recognition and it doesn't happen, you're going to end up disappointed, resentful, and eventually burnt out. However, if what you do gives you a sense of pride and purpose, then you're always going to enjoy it, regardless of the outcome. And if you make a lot of money or you gain recognition in the process, well, that's the icing on the cake. My husband always says to me before I walk out the door, it's a privilege to be a doctor. And when he does that, it resets my brain into going from, oh my gosh, I got so much to do, so many things, so many things, oh good goodness, I burn myself out before I walk out the door. And when he does that, it's like, you're right, now I can be present with my patients. Let the other stuff fall away. Now we're going to do a little self-discovery. We just walked through a re-engineering process. Now I'd like to get a more proactive to help you design your purpose-driven life looking forward. Ask yourself and write this down. What makes me feel good? Now I want you to think about the answers that come to mind because your answers may include service to others, accomplishments, but it might also include ice cream or any other other things. Just take a minute, hit pause if you need to, and really ponder this out. What makes me feel good? Okay, find a stopping point. Now that you know what makes you feel good, ask yourself this question. Why do I get out of bed in the morning? I want you to pause and say out loud and write down a few answers to this. It might be to get and take care of my kids, to serve patients, or simply because I'm hungry. If you dig deep enough, you might even come up with something like to live a life full of meaning. But take some time to ponder this. 
Why do I get up in the morning? For what reason do I get up every day? That feels good to me on an energy level. Maybe your answer is to connect with others in an honorable and uplifting way. Or maybe it's to see what adventures you can experience for the day. Maybe it's just to feed a cat or a dog or have a warm cup of tea or coffee. Whatever your answer is, you'll know you've landed on something true when it feels a little exciting, a little scary, and also deeply comforting. So once you have your why in place, you can start acting on it in a variety of ways. When your actions are driven by a deeper purpose that you can be proudly believing in, you're always going to be inspired and motivated and you're not going to burn out. Your work is more than a paycheck. What you do for your work is the service to humanity. It occupies a good portion of your waking hours and it is the primary way that you interact with the world for most people. So when you align your work with an expression of your deep belief, purpose, or mission in the world, the work itself will always fulfill you. For me, from sunup to sundown, it's faith, trust, and transcendence. Faith, that everything happens for a reason. Trust, that I have all the capacity within me to do as good as I can for those around me. And if I don't, I have the resources to do it so that we can transcend pain, discomfort, difficulties, and live happier, healthier, and more fulfilled lives. And on that note, I'm going to end this episode. I'm going to bring it to a close. Because next episode, I'm going to focus on how you can have emergency care, your burnout intervention plan. So I'm Dr. Julia Bullen. Thank you so much for, for joining me on Mindset Medicine in this episode on burnout. Until I meet you again, be happy, be healthy, and be fulfilled. Thank you for listening to Mindset Medicine with your host, Dr. Julia Bolin. To learn more about Mindset Medicine, go to www.juliabolinmd.com and connect with Dr. Julia to find out how our team can help you today. Join us again next week for more expert tips, tools, and strategies to become healthier, wealthier, and wiser in your personal and professional life.